Hey, Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf Yud Tess in Rosh Hashanah. <clears throat> and again, we learned for a four shleim for Yosef as real Ben Chaim Michal. Yesterday, we began this discussion of Megillah's Tanis. Megillah's Tanis was a Megillah that they wrote down the holidays. This is during the Beis Hamikdash when the Beis Hamikdash was around. They wrote down various holidays based on Nisim or good happenings that happened to them. And the question that was raised is, um, and including this was Hanukkah and Purim, things that happened obviously after, after um, uh, the Torah was written. <clears throat> and um, we, um, the question that was raised was, after the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed, and now we have all these uh, fast days, the main, main fast days, Tisha B'Av, Shabbos B'Tam, Asar B'Tavis, at some Gedalia, do we, uh, and, and, and therefore we, um, we uh, which were holidays when there's a base of Migdash around, but when there's no base of Migdash around, those are sad days, do we also abandon the happy days that are written in the Megillus Tanis? Do we, are those days also annulled or not? And we had a machlokus between, uh, we had Rav Yochanan, and Rabbi Yeshua say that it was not Batzel, that only the four, the main, the, um, the days of that are Tishabav and the Sarbatevish of Asabatamas, some Gedalia, those days are no longer happy days, those are sad days because they commemorate the destruction of the base of Migdash, but all the other holidays remain intact. Whereas the first opinion, Rav and Chonina, was know that they are Batzel. Once the base of Migdash was destroyed, they're all Batzel. And we tried to bring a proof that they are not Batzel because we see something, some other happening, happy day happen later on. Then they instituted, um, uh, when they uh, stopped uh, and annulled writing Hashem's name in Shtaros so that uh, Hashem's name should not be disgraced by throwing it into the garbage. So um, there was a happy day. So how could they have made a happy day if, if, the day, if all the days were annulled, all happy days were annulled at the time of the base, destruction of the base of Migdash, how could they have made more happy days later on? So he said, no, that was at the time of the base of Migdash. Why was it necessary? We had, and any day that was, anyway, that was the third day of Tishrei, but, and the reason was added on because on these holidays that the rabbis added on, as we see that they, they also made the day before and the day after, the prior day, and the and the following day, they made them also holidays to make sure that those are the, to 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 keep the sanctity of the of these man-made these rabbinic holidays intact. Whereas if it's uh, Menatora, we said if it's uh, something in the Torah, even different Kabbalah like Tzom Gedalia, it required no strengthening, no reinforcement, and only those days were holidays, not the other days. That's where we're up to now. We're at the right halfway down to the page. Masavrav Tuvi Bar another Kasha. On this idea, if you say that the days, that these happy days were annulled, um, how is it that we have later ho- happy holidays? In this case, on the 28th day of Adar, tells this story, this is a story in Megillus Tanis, 28th day of Adar, also the Surah Tetovus Yehudai, the uh, good news came to the Jews, good news for the Jews, they do not have to uh, continue cutting themselves off or refraining from learning the Torah. Why? Shagazra Malchus, because the evil, the evil uh, kingdom had decree. Usually that refers to the, to the Romans, but whatever. Shagazra Malchus, they had made a decree like it often happened in our history, where we were under the dominion of, an, of the non Jews, 
and they decreed that we shouldn't study Torah, they always tried to destroy the Jewish people in different ways, either physically or spiritually. So here they destroyed us spiritually. They took away, so you, they made a decree, you can't learn Torah. We shouldn't, we shouldn't circumcise our sons. Again, that's the bris that we have with Hashem. Because we know if you don't do those things, if you don't learn Torah and you don't, uh, uh, you don't observe circumcision and you, and you don't keep Shabbos, you won't be Jewish for very long. And they made those decrees. Ma'asa Yehuda ben Shemua. Yehuda ben Shemua, as we'll see, was a Talmud of Rameir. And what did he do? The Chaveir and his, his uh, cohorts, his, his uh, uh, colleagues. They went and they took advice from an old shiksa who knew how to deal with the, uh, the Goyim. All the Romans used to come visit her. She had a, she had a big uh, house over there, a big villa, where they all used to come and hang out. So she knew how to influence them. Umrlem, she told the Jews as follows, Yehuda ben Shemua and his friends. Umrlem, go make a hafkana, make a demonstration at night, start screaming and crying, and, and uh, you'll, 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 you'll yell out, and the, Rashi says, in the markets and in the streets, so that the uh, officers will hear, and maybe they'll have Rahmanas on you. Halchu, they went out to and they screamed, they cried out at night. Umru, they said, like by Hashem's name, for the sake of God, Aren't we all brothers? Don't we all come from the same father? Aren't we all from the same people? What do you want with us Jews, right? This, it's the story of our history. Why are we different than any other nation and tongue? Only the Jews are singled out, right? Just like Only the Israeli state is, is the only state that's, the, that's called apartheid, and they have all these decrees in the UN against us, even though all these other dictatorships and murderers are running around free, nobody considers them anything at all. So why is it Shatim goes and Xeris Kashos, you decree upon these, these terrible decrees, uh, decrees. What's, what's with it? So they cried so much, Ubitlom. So the Romans, the Romans annulled their decrees. Now the decrees, that's a happy day. We can start learning Torah again. We can circumcise the children. We can keep Shabbos for Osayom, Asu Yantav, the Meda Yantav, that 28th day of Adar. Now, if you say that all the holidays that the rabbis instituted, subsequent to the Torah, for various happy things that happened on those days, or successful things that they did, and then you say that they were Mavatalem when the base majors was destroyed, no more happy days, no more holidays, they, they annulled the earlier. Holidays, now they're going to add on more? The whole idea was once the base major was destroyed, no more holidays, no more of these man-made holidays. Now you're going to add on more? The Chitin maybe give you the same answer we said yesterday about, oh, when they, uh, when they, when they decreed that the, um, when the Chashmanoam uh, won over and then they said, okay, they're going to write Hashem's name and the Shtaros, and the rabbi said, no, don't do that because you'll wind up disgracing the Hashem's name. So they made that holiday. They said, no, that was at the time of the base Migdash. At the time of the Migdash, these were all holidays. It's okay to have it. At the time of the Migdash, we're happy. So simply, you can make all these holidays. So maybe it was at the time of the base Migdash. The reason they made this holiday is because this was earlier in history, when the base Migdash was around. When the base Migdash was around, these were all holidays. As we said, even during the, uh, uh, when they built the second base of Migdash, they stopped keeping Tisha B'Av from the first base of Migdash because they had the base of Migdash now. So, at the time, basically, these were all holidays. So maybe Hachanam is my major time. They can't be. Historically, it doesn't work. But Yehuda ben Baba ben Shamua, because this was Yehuda ben Shamua that we said he was one who went out and took advice from the uh, elderly shiksa there, and uh, they followed her advice and they made a hafkana. 
and uh, they declared it a holiday after they won their case. Yudaman Shemua, Talmidos Rameir was a Talmud Rameir, and Rameir, Bozrach, was way afterwards. How do we know? Because, Bozrach, Abbe, how do we know? Now he says, the Tanya, the Tanya is how do we know that Yudaman Shemua was a Talmud of Rameir? Not that how do we know that Rameir was later on. Rameir was later on is the way Rashi describes it. Take a look at Rashi halfway down the page. Rameir Basar Chorban. I'll be right down halfway down the page. Rameir Basar Chorban was Meir was after the Chorban, right? He says, because the Tamra Meir. And Rameir Basar Hachiave, this Rashi adds on, not just Basar Hachiave, he was at the time after the Chorban. How? Kamadoris Rashi says. He was seven. Why? Dabi Meir Rebbechman Zakai. In the days of Rebbechman Zakai, Chorav Abayas, as we know. Rabbi Lezer was his Talmud Tamidahoya. Rabbi Kiva Talmidashor Belezer. In other words, now we're already, Rabbi Yechman Zaka was a Tamidash Migdash. Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Lezer, so Rabbi Lezer was his, his Talmud. Rabbi Kiva was a Tamra Belezer. So it's like we say at the end of Beperak Abramisas and Sanhedrin. Rameir, Tamidash Rabbi Kiva. So Rameir was the fourth generation since Rabbi Yechman Zakai. Whenever you find the words Mishimar, Mishmol, Amr, Talmud, Echad, Lifnei Rabbi Kiva, Enel Rameir. And the name of Mishmol said a Talmud from Rabbi Kiva. So you see, Rameir was a Talmud of Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva was a Talmud of Blezer. Blezer was a Talmud of Blezer of Yechman Zake, who was at the time of the destruction of the Beis Amigdash. So Rameir was basically four, three and a half, four generations after the destruction of the Beis Amigdash. And Yudam and Shemuel was his Talmud. So Yudam and Shemuel was certainly way after you know, at least like a hundred years, at least a hundred years, if not more, after the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash. So you can't say this was at the time of the Beis Hamikdash. How do we know that Yudah ben Shemuel was a Talmud of Rameir from this from this brisa? The Tanya Klis Chuchas. If you have a glass utensil, Shinikva got a hole in it. Now, usually, when it gets a hole in it, it can't be used anymore. It loses its uh, ability to makabel tumah. Two ways that Rashi learns that maybe it was tummy already and it lost its tummy because he had a hole in it. The heat of Tochenevin, what you did is they, they put in some hot lead in it to seal it up. They sealed it up with some, they sealed up the whole hot lead. Omar Rab Shimon Leel or Rab Shimon Alazar, Rab Shimon Alazar said as follows Yehuda ben Shemua metameim Shemameir. Ah, Rab Yudam Shemua says that's tummy now. It, re, it, re, it regains its tummy that it had. In other words, why? Because you look at the ma'amid. You don't just look at the glass. Glass doesn't have an ability. If it, it's only tummy rabbanim, so it doesn't have an ability to become tummy again if it lost its tumah just in the fact that it was made whole. Ah, but if you look at the ma'amid, the thing that supports it, the thing that makes it, and that's and that lead, which is metal, right? When it's when it dries, it's 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 metal that is tummy. So Yudam and Shmuel said the name of Rameir that it's tummy. Vacham metan, vacham say no. It, it's not metar in the tar, right? Because vacham say it's basically glass. Below uh, us, you don't look at the thing that supports it. It's basically glass, and therefore glass does not regain its tumah. Another pshat Rashi is that klis chuchas is torn, not that we're talking about something that was tummy, but if it got a hole in it and you put an aver, can it become tummy now? Yudavan Shemua says in the name of Mayor that it is because it's like a, a clean matzah. So look at what supports it in Minatora. Now glass is only tummy rabbanim. Metal is Tommy Daraisa. So he said, you know what? Not where it was already Tommy and it lost its Tommy and you're regaining its Tommy now, but rather you have a glass, a glassware, which is only Tommy Rabban. It got a hole in it. Now you, you fix it with some lead. You, you repair the hole with some lead. It's Tommy and, and it's, and that's, uh, that's metal now. Now, is it, can it become tummy dough rice or only rabbanan? This is the second shot in Rashi. Not that it was tummy before and lost its tummy, you're regaining, but rather, can it become tummy as a dough now if it touched something that's tummy? Or, and Rameir says that it does, Rabbiuda ben Shamua quotes Rameir says yes, because you look at the ma'amid, the thing that holds it, the thing that makes it into a kli, 
that makes it no longer damaged is metal, and therefore it could be makabal tumma de rice. It's like a metal utensil. Whereas the Rabbanan say, no, it's still only a glassware, so it's only tumma de Rabbanan. But in any case, the point that we see over here, whatever the machlokas was there, is that Yudah ben Shmuel said, name or mayor. So Yudah ben Shmuel was like five generations after the destruction of the base of So you can't say it was this, right? So what's going on over here? If you say, like, like uh, the first opinion of Chlina, at Rav and Rav Chanina, who say that Megillus Tanus was bottle, all the holidays listed in Megillus Tanus were bottle at the time of the destruction of the base of Migdash. How do we have another holiday here many years, decades, or scores of years after, uh, maybe over a century after the base of Migdash was destroyed? So the Gemara says, Tanoi, it's not just Rav and Rav Chanina who say it was annulled, and Rabbi Yochum Shalker say it wasn't annulled. We're talking about Tanoim. It's Machlok's Tanoim. These days, these holidays that are written down in Megillus Tanis, in other words, it's usher to fast and to hold uh, um, eulogies on these days. Some of the days are eulogies, some of the days is, uh, are fast. You can't do days at all, whether the basement is around or not. In other words, the only thing that changed when the basement is around, we don't have the basic four uh, uh, fast days of, uh, of Tisha B'Av and Shabbos B'Tam, Sarbatavis and some Gedalia. Those we don't have, right? They're related to the base of English anymore, but those we don't have anymore when the base of English is around. But the other ones, whether the base of English is around or the base of English is not around, makes no difference. Uh, the, those holidays stay intact. In other words, once the base is destroyed, so the four basic fast days, you fast. But these remain holidays. That's Romeo. Rabbi Yosiomer, Bismanch, Bismanch, Kaim, Right? You can't fast during those days when the base of Ram Mesha Simcha, it's a Simchalem. They have the base of Migdash, all these other things are also Simchas. Ain base of Migdash Kayim, if the base of is no longer around, Mutara Mesha Evalulam, it's Avelis. You don't laugh. Once the base of Migdash is around, we're in such Avelis with the base of Migdash, we don't institute any new holidays and we don't keep any extra holidays that the rabbis instituted. The Hilchasa, what's the halacha? Butlu. That they, the the uh, Megillus Tanis was bottled, no more of those holidays. Vilchas are low bottled. On the other hand, we say the halachas that they were not bottled. Kashi Vilchas, Vilchas, how can you paskin a contradictory thing? One say you say that they were they were bottled, so there's no more holidays. And and one says <coughs> that they weren't bottled. Lo Kashi, Kam Chanukah Purim, Kam Shayomi. Two out of the many holidays listed in Megillus Tanis are Chanukah Purim. <coughs> Chanukah Purim, as we said, that were accepted. And, the, and everybody, uh, everybody keeps these are we're well well known and well spread. And, and there's Pirsum Nisa and Chanukah Purim. Those holidays remain. All the other ones no longer remain after the basement was destroyed. The Farshim deal with the famous question of how do you, if if we don't keep any more holidays, how do we institute holidays for various Nisim that happen in the course of our history, and especially now at the at in the current we're in the, we're in Aschalta de Gula with uh, the return to Eretz Israel and. Yom Yushalayim, or things like that. So they say, if it depends on if it depends on the binyan base of Migdash, then it's it's related to the binyan base of Migdash. So then we still we don't keep those holidays because because the base of Migdash is not around. So we're not available for that. But if it's not related to base Migdash for a particular nace that we were saved from uh, <coughs> from um, you know from being killed or whatever it was, those kind of things are not related to base of Migdash. Those holidays we can even institute today. Of course, there's machlokas and how far do we keep the, you know, bismana zed is machlokas about everybody, right? Just about every case. Uh, do you keep this holiday? Don't you keep this holiday? How much do you keep it? You know, do you say how with a bracha, how without a bracha, etc., etc. I'll name Rosh Hashanah, I'll teach to come tomorrow. So he said two out of the six times that they sent, a year that the uh, Bezdin, Yushalayim, sends out messengers to let the people know who live far away when Rosh Chodesh was. 
they send them on an L because of Rosh Hashanah. Rosh Hashanah is the first day of Tishrei. So an L, they have to let them know already when L started, so we'll know when to keep Rosh Hashanah. Val Tishrei may take us most for the other holidays in Tishrei, Yom Kippur, etc. Now, bear in mind that on yesterday's daf and Yaches, we always had this question. You know, Rosh Hashanah, we understand why you keep two days of, um, two days, Yontav Shein, Shalgalios, and Chutzlaretz, because... Because the, um, they didn't know when Rosh was, so they kept two days. They keep it in Chutzlar. It's also different shitas. Uh, in Eretz Yisrael, you keep one day. You keep two days. What you're Hagamar, etc. But basically, Chutzlar, you got to keep two days. What about on Rosh Hashanah? On Rosh Hashanah, where even in Eretz Yisrael, they didn't know when Rosh Hashanah was, because do you keep that day? You don't know if Adam are going to come. Even in Yerushalayim, if it's the last day of Elul, or it's this, maybe it's the last day, maybe it's not the last day of El. You don't know, so you, you already keep Yontif that night, meaning the after the 29th of El, the 30th day of El, maybe Rosh Hashanah, maybe not. So you have to start, even Rosh Hashanah, you have to keep Yontif right. So what do they do? So Rashi says in the Mishnah that on El, they let him know when Rosh Hashanah, and because of knowing when Rosh Hashanah, they let him know when El was. Why? As we'll see, because El was basically 29 days. That's usually what El is. On our calendar, we have 29 days. So they made Rosh Hashanah the next day, Rosh Hashanah on the 30th day of El, right? Most years, El was not Mu'ubar. El was not a 30-day month. It was a 29-day month, which means it's, it's, it wasn't Mu'ubar. And therefore, they kept Rosh Hashanah the one day. So it's from Rashi that even the Chutzlars in those days, before the Takon of Yochum and Zakai, who was Metak and Minig of that we keep two days in Chutzlars, there was a time when they only kept one day. They kept one day Rosh Hashanah. Most years, El was 29 days, and they knew when El was because the Shluchim went out after Rosh Chodesh El. So Rosh Hashanah was one day. Tosis disagrees. Back on Yerches and Tosis says no, that uh, they, they had to know when El began, so they would keep Rosh Hashanah on the 30th day of El, meaning that would be considered the first day of Tishrei, and they kept it the next day also, as a suffix. But from Rashi, it's Mashman the Mishnah. They only kept one day for, that, for a period of time. Later on, it was instituted throughout, okay, keep two days, we keep two days in Yerushalayim, keep two days of Rosh Hashanah, we know that we have two days of Rosh Hashanah, but there was a time and they only kept one day of Rosh Hashanah, even in Yerushalayim. And, and certainly even Bagola, even Bagola that they only kept the El, they only kept most of Rosh Hashanah, Yom Shloshim, El Begol, says Rashi, Rosh Hashanah, made him a little So there was a time where they only kept one day of Rosh Hashanah according to Rashi. Just bear that in mind. Now we see the Gemara over here on Amid El. So the question is this, once they went out for El, right, and they said, okay, we know when Rosh Hashanah was, let's say by the 15th of El, they knew when Rosh Hashanah was, so they knew that El is 29 days, the 30th day is Rosh Hashanah. So Atishrei Lamalu, why did they have to go on Tishrei? They already knew when Tishrei began because they knew when El began. So why did they have to, why did they have to send a message again on Tishrei? Maybe because maybe in actuality in Yerushalayim in the base of Migdash in the Hesanedim there maybe they kept maybe they were maybe they were Ma'aber El meaning they kept El thirty days. The Adam did not come. On the thirtieth day, they came on the thirty-first day, which was certainly on the first of Tishrei. We learned Amra Amarab me most Ezra Vaela from the time of Ezra. You never find that El was Mubar. It was always twenty-nine days. So again, what's the point of we're going out in Tishrei? What if to send out Shluchim on Tishrei? It was complicated. Tishrei Shluchim wanted to be at home. They couldn't go on Yom Kippur. They probably couldn't travel Erev Yom Kippur. Couldn't travel uh, before on Sukkot and Shabbos. There were so many days. It was a difficult thing. Why did they send out Shluchim? They knew already when uh, when, Rosh Chod, when, when Rosh Hashanah would be. So what's the problem? Says the answer is Lo Matzinu. 
He says, you said, you said from the days of Ezra on, they never found that El was Mubar. They didn't find the Luitzach because it wasn't necessary, so they weren't Mabrit. In other words, they basically said, okay, Rosh Hashanah's on the 30th day of El would be Rosh Hashanah. And they count that as the first day of Tishrei. Lometzina, the Luitzach wasn't necessary. Ha'itzach Mabrinan. But if it was necessary, now why would it be necessary? So Rashi points out, we're going to see this on tomorrow's daf. Let's say, let's say, Rosh Hashanah would have come out on Friday. Now, today we have a candle, Lo Adu Rosh. Rosh Hashanah doesn't come out on, um, on uh, Friday or on Sunday, right? Or on Wednesday for that matter. It doesn't start on Rosh Hashanah days. But the problem is because if you have two days of Yontif, so the vegetables and sector that you'd eat would, would spoil by the second day. They didn't have refrigeration and, and uh, preservation in those days. So sometimes they said, okay, we want to make sure that Rosh Hashanah doesn't come out on a, on a Friday or on a Sunday, so we shouldn't have Shabbos and Yontif together. So sometimes they kept in, they made Elul an extra day so that wouldn't happen. And the rabbis had the authority to do that. Not only that, uh, there's another reason. Rashi brings down the reason over here too. So let's say if, if Shabbos would come out the day before, if Yom Kippur would come out on a Friday or on a Sunday, so you'd have two days in which you can't bring Malacha, dead bodies who had to be buried would have to be over, would, would, would start to rot and decompose. And that would be a problem. See, on Yontif, you could do it. You could bury them on Yontif under certain conditions, as we've learned. But not Shabbos, not Yontif. A Shabbos and Yom Kippur, you can't carry, you can't do anything. So um, that would be a problem. So there were times, if it would be necessary, it wasn't necessary from days of Ezra and Lomatzino, El Mo'ber, we never find El Mo'ber. But if it would be necessary, that's Mashmah that you could. Oh, it's Shukmah So the Gemara says, Fine, so, so it's mashma that you could. Now, that's why we had it on Tishrei, because sometimes they would, they would ma'ab, be ma'aber el. They would extend elul by an extra day when it was necessary. So if that's the case, what do you mean, hamakalka Rosh Hashanah? But if that would be the case, then Rosh Hashanah and Chutzlaretz, they kept Rosh Hashanah and Chutzlaretz based on when elul started, meaning they kept Rosh Hashanah in the 30th day of elul. Elul would be 29 days. What, what would have been the 30th day of elul, they determined would be Rosh Hashanah. But if they were ma'aber elul in in Yerushalayim, and they made it an extra day, and they, and they decreed that Rosh Hashanah would only be, let's say, on what would have been the 31st day of Elul, then the people in Chutzlaretz would have kept out, keep coming out, keeping Rosh Hashanah on the wrong day. Wouldn't that be a problem? The answer is, Mutif to Kalka Rosh Hashanah, better they should make mistake with, and keep Rosh Hashanah on the wrong day. And all the other holidays, Yom Kippur, and Sukkot, etc., and Shemini Atzeres, would not be messed up. Which is interesting to say, from here it's Mashma, that, um, like Rashi, Mirz Mashmah, like Rashi that I said before, that they only kept one day in those days of Rosh Hashanah in Chutzlarts. They, they depend, they, they assume that El would be 29 days, and, they, um, and therefore they only they kept one day. The next day was Rosh Hashanah, one day. We say, why did they send it out in Tishrei? In case, in case they had to keep, in case the, there was a, a particular case where they had to keep Elul 30 days, and then Rosh Hashanah would have the next day. Now it turns out that the people in Chutzlarts kept the wrong day. And they're messed up, Mukulkal. Okay, better they should be Mukulkal one day and not mess up Yom Kippur and Sukkot and Shemini Yatzeras. But according to Tosfus, that they kept two days in Chutzlaretz anyway, it wouldn't really be so Mukulkal. They just kept an extra day. They kept the 30th day and the 31st day of El. And when I say 30th and 31st day, they didn't really count it as El. What it would have been the 30th and the 31st day of El, Ke'ilu, those two days would have been Rosh Hashanah. So according to Tosfus, it wasn't really so Mukulkal. Take an army, you see also over here, Diktani al Tishrei, Metekanas Amodas. Oh, very good. Why did they go out in Tishrei? To make sure that the Modas of Yom Kippur, Sukkot, and Shminatzeris would be in the right day, even though Rosh Hashanah might have been messed up for those in Chutzlaretz. Balkisuf Mechanik of Al Adam So we said again, among the six cases that they went out, they went out in Kislev, 
so they know when Hanukkah would be, the 25th day of Kislev. Valadim they Purim to know when Purim would be. Why? And we said, oh, and uh, in the time of the Beis Hamidosh, when they had a, when they had a um, uh, Pesach Sheni, we said, Yosin, that they went on Eir also to know when Pesach Sheni would be, right? When Yudalid, when Yudalid in Eir would be. But he doesn't say, the Gemara says, Vilu and Sabra, Shana, what about an Adar Sheni? What about if there was an Ibriyar, like we have now, we're in a leap year right now, when there's a second Adar? Uh, and does, why, why, they have to go out when Adar Sheni is Mayapurim. You said they went on an Adar because of, because of Purim. What about when there's an Adar Sheni? It doesn't mention, Mishnah doesn't say that. Vinis Abra Shana, Yotzen Af Al Adar Sheni Mayapurim, Lok Tani. In other words, in those days, you know, today we have a fixed calendar, but in those days they have an Adar. In the middle of Adar, they would decide. They went out, but then they decided in the middle of Adar, we have to make another Adar because of whatever, because of the seasons, we have to extend it more. So they went out the first Adar, and they, why wouldn't they go out in the second Adar too? So Masis and Lok Rebbe, Amish doesn't go like Rebbe, Tanya Rebbe, Omer says, yeah, in the Sabra Shana, if it was an Ibri, or if it was a leap year, Yotz and Afal Adashani. If it was a Shana Uberet, they went out even on Adashani, but may have Purim for because of Purim. So Rebbe, that's what Rebbe says, but our Mishnah doesn't say that. Mishnah doesn't say you go out on Adashani. And you might say, well, Mishnah only tells us the regulars. No, it tells us in time based Migdash, they went out even for Pesach Shani. So why doesn't it tell you, which happened, you know, why don't you tell you also that if there was an Adashani, they went out for Purim there too? What's the machlokas? Your Rebbe says they went out even on the Shani when there was an on Shani. The Amish says, you know, maybe this is the machlokas. The Marsava comments says, no, Bishani, no, Barisham. Oh, the mitzvah of Purim applies in the second, uh, in Adr Shani. It also applies in Adr Maybe they kept Purim both months. Umar Savar, right, you went up both months, that's what Rebbe says, they had to go out in Badarishan and go out in Arshani, there was poor in both months. Umar Savar, Artana, who doesn't say you go out in Arshani, Mar Savar, Komitzvah, Nogus Bashani, ain't Nogus Barisham. They don't apply in the first month, they don't apply, they only apply in the second one, not in the first one. So Mamela, you don't have two months in which you have to let them know. Rashi says, Nogus Barisham, right, Vyatsi Dechavasan, Bapurim Shasa Barisham. So he says, Komitz is the other way around. Said I said it the reverse. I'm sorry, I made a mistake. He says the one, who, all the mitzvahs that apply in the first, uh, in the second uh, Purim, or in the second Adar, which is Purim, also apply to the first Purim. So if you kept Purim the first uh, Adar, that's good enough. So you don't have to go out in the second Adar because if you kept Purim the first month, that's good enough. They decided later on in Adar to extend it by a, by a month. You don't have to keep the second one. If you if you went out if you kept Purim the first month, that's good enough. Not like we do. We only keep it Adar Shani. But maybe he holds our Mishnah holds Komitz and August Bishani, no August Barishan. So if you kept Purim the first Adar, you don't have to keep the second Adar. There's no reason to go out to send out Shluchim in the second Adar because you already kept Purim the first one. Umar Sav Rebbe says no. Komitz and August Bishani. Ain't August Barishan. They don't apply to the first one. Meaning, meaning, if you kept Purim in the first order, you still got to keep it the second order, right? It, 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 once we have Adar Shane, you got to keep Purim on that month. You keep Purim on the month which is closer to Nisan. And therefore, you had to keep you had to keep it in the second month. So maybe that's the machlok is low. The Kuliyama mitzvah Everybody agrees that the mitzvahs that apply in the second month, meaning Purim, do not apply in the first month. Right, so therefore you had to keep Purim in the second month, right? And therefore you they, they don't apply the first month. You can't say I was Yotze with the first one for in the with the with the. I, you can't say I was Yotze with Purim when I kept it in the first order, and I don't have to keep it in the second order. No, everybody agrees that you have to keep order yet when there's a, every year there's a second year. What do you have to do? You definitely have to keep a uh, a second month 
and you have to keep Purim in the second month. Everybody agrees with that. So why didn't they have to send out messengers in the second month then, according to Artana? Rebbe makes sense. Rebbe says, you got to send out in the second month too. You have to, because Purim, if you kept Purim in the first month, it doesn't count. You got to keep Purim in Adosheni, like we do. Right, so why didn't, if that's the case, it's a Rebbe, he's good, but why doesn't Artana, who also holds of that, you have to keep the second, you have to keep Purim in the second Adar, why doesn't he say also you have to send out Shluchim in the second Adar? Bahacha be'ibur shana k'mifli, here the machlokas is, is how do you keep that Adar Shani? The Tanya kam be'ibur shana, lamid yom. The extra Adar is always 30 days, Shemulil says Chodesh. No, it's only Chodesh. Now we're assuming that Chodesh means 29 days, because the Tanakhama said 30 days, mash for 29 days. Okay, so what does that mean? So he holds 30 days, so you always know, you always know how much the Ibra Chodesh is, meaning you always know what it is. Meaning the Ibra Chodesh Rashi says, When you when you add on the second month, meaning you have the first month and the second month, how much is that how much long is that first month? So he says, you know what? The Kami Ibrashana, Yimei you make that, you make that by extending that, you make that an Ibriyar, you make that a leap year. The first Adar is always 30 days. If it's always 30 days, you don't need to send out for the second Adar Shluchim to let him know when Mishkharish was, because the first one's always 30 days. Mabshimulil says it's always 29 days. So wait a minute. The Gemara says, wait a minute. If you know exactly whatever you hold, 30 days or 29 days, you always know there's no reason to send out. There's no reason to send them out on the second Adar because you always know how long the first Adar is. The first Adar is either 30 days or 29 days. So the Gemara says, so that's the Machlokas over here, right? That the, uh, Rebbe, uh, that, uh, the ta- our Tana holds it's 30 days. So you always know Adar Rishon is 30 days. You have to send out Shluchim on the first Adar to let people know when Adar started. But there's no reason to send them out for the second Adar because you know that the first Adar was 30 days. So the second Adar started after the 30 days. Shemuel says it's 29 days. So the Gemara says, "Maishna lami yom because because you know that it's thirty days. Chodesh If Chodesh means twenty nine days, so everybody holds that you know how long the first Chodesh is. Why would why would Rebbe say you have to send out shluchim for the second Adar if he holds that it's twenty nine days? So it's twenty. The first Adar is twenty nine days. If he holds it's thirty days, if he holds it's twenty nine days, either way, you know how many days it is. So if you know how many days it is, what's the point of second sending out the shluchim for the second Adar? Amra Papa, no. Mandam Chodesh. When you say Chodesh, doesn't mean it's twenty nine days. Rotsa Chodesh, Rotsa Chodesh. It could either be twenty nine days or 30 days. In other words, our Tana holds the first Rosh, the first Adar, when you have Adar Rishon, Adar Shani, the first one's always 30 days. So there's no need to send out uh, Shluchim for the second Adar, because you know when the second Adar began, for sure. The Rebbe holds, no, it could be 29 or 30 days. Therefore, the first Adar could be either 29 or 30 therefore it was necessary to send out Shluchim for the second Adar to let them know when Purim was. Because when you have two Adars, the second one is Purim, not the first one. Even if you kept Purim by mistake, the first, if they were Ma'abra the Chodesh after the uh, Adar of Purim, of Adar Rishon, you still have to keep Purim the second time because the first one doesn't count. Now, about that, hey, Rabbi Shubin he to give testimony in the name of the holy, uh, holy congregation of Shlaim. Al Shnei Adarim, if you have two Adars, Shemakachin On both of them, you're Makadash them on their Iber day, on the day that extends them, meaning on the 30th day. That means that they're both 29 day months. That's what he said. Both months, when you have two Adars, they're always, both of them are always 29 days. That's what he said. This excludes not Rav Nachman drasha, because he the darish the gear says the darish of Nachman Bar Rav Chista. Hey, Rav Samoy, Rav Samoy gave testimony. Mishim Chagas Chaim Melachim. The name of the last last three neviim. 
Al shnei adarim, when you have two adars, imratzu lasos and shnei mlei and osim. You can make them both thirty days. Shnei mchazerim osim. You can make them both twenty nine days. Echem molly vechem chaser also. Or you can make one molly one chaser. So this disagrees with with uh, what we said before with what Rabbi Shuban Levi said that both of them are always twenty nine days. Vekachy inogam begol. That's how they. That was their minigin goals. Also, you could do, you could do whatever you want. They could both. They could depending on on the uh, on the on the edus can both thirty days, both twenty nine days, one thirty, one twenty nine. Mishum Rabbeinu Amru, the name of Rabbeinu that's Rav. They said lolam echad moli vechad chaser. When you have two otters, that's what we do. When we have we have two otters this year, the first one is Malay, Adarishan is thirty days, the second one is twenty nine days. Lolam echad moli vechad chaser. Unless unless they were tested, unless you have found out from the Bezdin that Adam came. On the first one, also on the thirtieth day, meaning that they kept the first one twenty-nine days, because Adam came on the thirtieth day of Adarishon, and therefore they said the thirtieth day is effectively the first day of Adarshani, and therefore both days, both of them could have been twenty-nine days. Shochle Marukva, they sent to Marukva Adar Samachle Nisan LaOlam Chaser, which is what we do also. The Adar, which is next to Nisan, is always twenty-nine days. That's that's also that's also that's the art site of the of Tver Shlomo, the Ramsker Rebbe was also on Erevish Chodesh Nishim, which is always the twenty ninth day of Adar, whether it's Adarish or Adar Shani. And our, we who have two Adars on our calendar, the first one is thirty and the second one is twenty nine days. Mazar Rav Nachman, Al Shnei Chadashim. It says on two on two particular months, Machal and Shabbos. Your Machal Shabbos to, in other words, to give testimony that you saw the new moon, you can go through the Trum Shabbos. You have to run to Bezdin even on Shabbos. Machal Shabbos. Al Nisan Val Tishrei. On those two months, because that's Koveya, Nisan determines Pesach, which of course determines Shavuos, etc. And Tishrei determines all the holidays of Tishrei. So in those you even Machal, because, and those are the Arisa holidays, or holidays in the Torah. So you are allowed to, because to, to, uh, to, to properly uh, pronounce the new month and give testimony, which is a mitzvah, you can be Machal Shabbos. That's what the Torah sanctioned. Wait a minute. If you tell me you what? That's sometimes Adar. That's approaching, that's Erev Nisan is Adar, right? Before Nisan is Adar. If you tell me sometimes it's Malay, sometimes it's Chaser. You just said that the Adar before Nisan is always Chaser. It's always 29 days. Right? It's always. Yeah. I think we got a little noise here. Okay. Okay. So, so if you tell me that sometime, you just said that it's always 29 days. The other before Nisan is always 29 days. So if you tell me what, that sometimes it's mole and some, it's not always 29. Sometimes it's 30 days, sometimes it's 20 days. Oh, you got to come. You have to tell, if you saw the new moon, you better come and tell them. They have to be Kobea. Right? Makes sense. If it's always 29 days, what do you got to go to Besan for? We know that it's always 29 days. Why do you have to go on Rosh Chodesh Nisan? Oh, in Nisan, you saw the new one. You better run to Besan even on Shabbos, even in Mechal Shabbos. Why? They know it's always 29 days. Adar is always 29 days. What do you have to go tell them when the new month of Nisan is? The new month of Nisan is always on the 30th day of Adar because Adar is only 29 days. The answer is from the Mitzvah of the Even though it's 29 days, it's still a mitzvah to, if you see it, if you see the new moon, to be Makadash based on that site. So in other words, he asked that Kash and he gave that answer. It's a mitzvah. Ikanami, some say, you could ask on this, if it's a mitzvah, then why is it only, in Farshim asked, why is it only Nisan and Tishrei? If it's a mitzvah to always be Makadash to Chodesh, if you saw the new moon, why do you say only Mechal Shabbos, only on Nisan and Tishrei because of the holidays that are dependent on Nisan and Tishrei? 
all, all 12 months of the year, you should also be Mechal Shabbos. I'm forced to ask that Kasha. Ikinami, some say that Rav Nachum wasn't asking Kasha, but he brought a proof. You just said what? That it's always, that, that Adar that's right before Nisan is always 29 days. So Rav Nachum says, I'll show you proof to that. It's a proof me. for these two months. If it's always 29 days and you still have to give testimony, if it's always 29 days, I'll tell you why you should be, why you should be, um, it's 29 days. And if you see it on the 30th day, you should be Machal Shabbos because it's a mitzvah of Sharia. And, and you have to do it today because today is the 30th day. And of Nisan is always, the Ador that's right before Nisan is always 29 days. Since it's always 29 days, if you see Numa on 30th day, you should go even on Shabbos because it's a mitzvah of Nikal Sharia. If you tell me what? That it's only, sometimes it's Mole, sometimes it's Chaser. What do you have to run to Mikadosh Shabbos? What do you have to run to Mikadosh Shabbos? So make it an extra day. Sometimes there's, Sometimes that order is thirty days. So if you if you if you even if you see it on the on on that day, what do you have to go be? What do you if you see it on the thirty day? What do you uh, uh, on the thirty day of Ador? You have to go to make it uh, to on Shabbos. You Mechal Shabbos so that Nisan starts on the thirtieth day of Adar, which makes it the first day of Adar. Why? Wait an extra day. Go on Sunday, so it'll be Mali. So it'll be thirty days. If if Adar could be thirty days or twenty nine days, what do you have to rush Michal Shabbos for? Amai Michalinen Na'abreya Leave it over an extra day. Make Adar thirty days. Minik Tishlamachem Mikadosh Shlamach. What do you have to Michal Shabbos for? So he says, you're right. Idik Yom Shloshim B'Shabbos You're right. If the thirtieth day of Adar would have come out on Shabbos. Right, maybe in a chanami. If you would hold that it could be thirty, lemaisa we hold it's got to be twenty nine days. But if you would hold it could be twenty nine or thirty, and the thirtieth day came out on Shabbos, right? You wouldn't go for Shabbos there. What happens? It was the thirty first day. What happens if Shabbos you didn't see it on the thirtieth day? So other was already thirty days. Now you saw it on the thirty first day, which is automatically Nisan, but it's still in mitzvah mikdash chodesh, right? B'Shavas, the Mitzvah of Shalriah, it's a Mitzvah of Shkish, every Machal Shabbos on that 30, even if it's automatic, even though it's automatic, it's got to be the first day of Nisan, but it's still a Mitzvah to be Mekadosh with testimony, to be Mekadosh to with testimony, live testimony, even if you're Machal Shabbos for that. So you can't prove it from there, but Lamai said that's the halacha, that when there's two Adars, the first one's 30 days, the second one's 29 days, and when, even when there's one Adar, the Adar that's, that's right before Nisan is always 29 days. We'll pick it up from here tomorrow, Mitzvah Shem. Have a good day, everybody.